Hello, hello. Welcome to Before We Go. I'm Amanda. I'm Tiffany, and today we're here with... Hi! <laughs> this is Emily Swagraves. Can we use last so... names on this? It's not even her real last name. <laughs> Swaggy E. Swaggy E. We'll tag you on Instagram. Like so. yeah. Swaggy E. How's it going, Em? It's going well, you know, just trying to... Make it to that good old graduation finish line. Let's not even oh. talk about it. Okay, we're not gonna talk about it. Just kidding. So, before we jump into things, Emily, can you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah. And then we'll go into how we met. I like your earrings, Beefy Dub. Hey, thanks. Um, I, what do you what do you want to know? Sorry, what do you do? Any, any, like, what are you studying? Yeah. So, Where are you from? Oof. Um, do I, the big five. What do you five. like? What do you like doing? Big five. You knew Baylor was your home when? Oh, gosh. Oh, gross. Oh, Don't do that. No. Um, yeah, so I'm a biology major, still pre-med, somehow. Here we go. Uh, we'll talk you about that it. later. We'll talk about it later. Uh, still bio pre-med in BIC, loving that BIC life. Um, I moved around a ton, so uh, currently my family lives in Wyoming, which is simultaneously really cool and the worst thing ever. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of from everywhere. Things I like to do in my free time. Yeah, no, um, one thing that kind of caught me off guard was someone would say, oh, yeah, I'm from so-and-so, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm from there. Yeah. And then someone else would be like, oh, I'm from this other place, and you're like, oh, I'm from there. I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, no, we just, like, we've moved around so much, so, you know, like, I'm really from Ohio, and then it was Texas, and then New York, and then Texas, and now Wyoming. And upstate or? Upstate, like, yeah, okay. like, 45 minutes from Canada. It was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever done. Um, so, yeah, love to travel. Um love adventuring love watching tv probably more than i should probably like admit. what's your favorite show the office hands down oh yes duh the office um but yeah no i am <laughs> this is so embarrassing i am like feeling really nostalgic in our like last months here and so i'm like trying to grasp as much as childhood as i can so last semester i binge watched drake and josh which isn't like too embarrassing oh, but nice. like, still good right yeah no it's such a good show uh this semester i've been watching um H2O, Just Add Water, the Australian Mermaid show that rivaled Zoe One on One. I know that show. So I've been binge-watching that like crazy. and nice. I'm, It's so bad. You're living your best so life. It's so good. How did you feel about the Jonas Brothers reunion this past week? I cried. It's so good. Their song is so good. It's so good. It's. So, I don't exactly understand how the music video like correlates to the song, but I love it. I love it so much. We're yeah. sponsored by the Jonas Brothers. Can you say that? No. <laughs> we are now. At Nick Jonas. At, at Nick Joe Jonas. Jonas. What's the at third Jonas Brothers name? At the fourth. Kevin. So there's Kevin, Nick, Joe, and Frankie. Frankie. There's four. The underrated one. Frankie's like the bonus, the bonus Jonas. Jonas. Yeah, he's like really young though. So He's like our age. He's eighteen. Oh, so he's like a freshman. I like have been like low key. Just like looking up all these like Jonas Brothers facts, trying to figure out like ages and things like that. So I can like whip out their ages okay. like that. Like I just know. Kevin's thirty one, Joe's twenty seven, Nick's twenty five. Twenty six. Twenty six. He's only twenty six. Yeah. Wow. And Frankie is eighteen. Wow. Aren't they from Dallas? They are from Dallas. Yeah. What? I've had they friends who've just run into them at restaurants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin might still live in Dallas. Or South like in Lake, Texas. Yeah, like South Lake somewhere yeah. in there. Wow. Yeah. That's a, just another reason why Dallas is better than Houston. <laughs> okay, Kyle just got back. Our friend Kyle oh, went to Kyle. visit a uni in uh, Houston, which is my hometown. 
last week and he texted me afterwards and he was like I hate Houston traffic and then when he got back he was like Houston's very underwhelming he's right I feel vindicated yeah it's okay it's okay I'm going there this weekend I mean I say all this and then I'm going to spend the next four years <laughs> in, <laughs> in, <laughs> in Houston yeah. it's good yeah, it's good. So we kind of always ask the people who come yeah. in just on nostalgia and reminiscing. How did we meet? I was actually thinking about this in advance. Okay, good. Tiffany, I have no idea. I also don't remember. I, I think I we saw each other at line camp. Yeah, like, and then we lived in the same. We lived in the same place. Yeah, but like we definitely became friends through Amanda, Jeez. like closer friends through Amanda. Oh yeah, um, Amanda. I like can't think of like one like precise <laughs> moment. That, like, I met you. Every single person has said that. I, like, don't know. I mean, I know we got, like, close through Lion Camp. Yes. Because we, you know, led together for two years. Um, you know what it is? Your pickup line is just so awful that everyone blocks it up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. I only use a pickup line on select people. But, yeah, I don't really recall I don't, we... It just, like, happened. Like, we were just like, oh, we're going to be leaders together. guess we're friends now. One day I was there and she was... Well, one day I wasn't there and she wasn't there, and then the next day we were. Yeah. Yeah. That's not it. Zinkies Ochem. Zinkies Ochem. That's when we really started talking to each yes. other. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It was you and Emily. You, Emily and Emily, right? Did she take it? No, she didn't take it. No. Pet. Did we? I don't remember. It might have been. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. That's all a blur. We don't need to talk We commiserated about that. over Ochem. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> no. Great, great text English no. Ranger. Yeah. And then Amanda and I have like a ton of friends in common. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we kind of knew each other from then. Yes. Too. I feel like Kyle is probably our closest. Kyle's link. our closest. Link. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle, if you're listening. <laughs> so we've touched on it a bit. Your bio. Yep. Pre med. Yep. LaMau. <laughs> You're still bio-pre-med, still? but you found out that that is not what you want to do. Not so that is why we invited Emily to come on here today. Yeah. Um, because you've been through it. And so, um, yes. I didn't think anywhere past that sentence because I thought you would still <laughs> die. Oh. Well, Tiffany this this time around wrote questions, and you can tell that Tiffany wrote them because she actually wrote full questions complete with question marks and not trash like how make friends and (laughs) why where (laughs) she yeah so tiffany i feel like because of that you should definitely ask the first second third and last question (laughs) (laughs) so i'll jump back so our topic for today is finding your purpose or vocation or calling whatever you want to call it um, slash figuring out what you want to do mm-hmm. with your life in college. Okay, first up is how has your idea of vocation or calling changed since you came to college? Um, I think when I first came into college, I mean, honestly, I don't think I knew what the word vocation meant. I was like, oh, that's just the job that you do for the rest of your life. That's all it means. Um, so I really hadn't connected, like, finding a job or a career that you love, like, to a higher purpose and, like, a higher calling. Um, and so, like, I entered Baylor. Actually, I came in as pre-dent. And so, like, I was like, ugh, I'm going to be an oral surgeon. That's what this life plan is going to look like. I'm going to go to school for, like, 10 years. going to be an oral surgeon. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> Does no. that still sound great? Like, no, that doesn't sound great. My little nightmare. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I think I came in like with this really lofty aspiration of I'm gonna get my DDS and I'm gonna get my MD and I'm gonna be like this double doctor and it's gonna be so cool. I'm gonna be the first like doctor in my family and and so I like I had this like really big idea of what I wanted to be and who I wanted to be and I felt very protective of that idea. So if anyone spoke against that, I was like, how dare you like question my ability, which made me work even harder, um, which is good, you know, GPA wise, but I was like miserable in my classes um first year you know it's basically just a refresh for bio majors like a refresh of what you had just done in high school so i was like ah oh, like i got this like this is great enter ochem and like genetics and like actual science classes and i'm like okay like i can do these things but i get absolutely no joy out of it um and so that's when i started thinking about switching but there's still that like familial pressure of like oh you're gonna be the first doctor family like what are you what are you doing what do you mean you're having these doubts um, and so it wasn't until I started doing line camp and started realizing how much I loved like spending time with like explain line camp to our listeners who don't know what line camp is sorry oh, okay no uh, line camp is the greatest thing that's ever been invented um, personally that's my opinion um, it's this four-day camp where we invite um, for our program it was the honors any honor students um, to come and visit Baylor and we take their phones, we take their keys, they're kind of like on lockdown here on campus, which sounds really scary, and like half of them like think that we're going insane and that they hate us when they first get here, because they're like, how dare you take my cell phone away? And we're like, trust me, like it's worth it. Um, and so basically throughout the four days, we teach them kind of what it looks like to be a college student. We um, teach them like what it means to be like a Baylor student, um, and like the values that we uphold, and then just how to like succeed in college and how to have fun, and then you make a lot of really great friends. Um, so I did the program as a freshman and then I led it for three years through the Honors College um, and was through that like leading with them like with the freshmen that I realized like I love pouring into students and I love getting to talk to them and like hear their experiences and like their hopes and their dreams and getting to walk with them like through that and that's when I was like you know like maybe medicine isn't where I'm called um, maybe it's education and so we've been tracking down that path nice and I think it was one thing you said that actually goes really well with the one of the questions it was that I could do these things mm -hmm. but I got no joy out of them right yeah and so one of the thing questions I had is where where's the line between like feeling disinterested or unmotivated um but like knowing you can do it say like someone who's mm -hmm. pre-med or pre-med and knows they want to do it but like just doesn't feel like doing it and knowing that it's not your calling yeah, that's, oh, that's a good question. I was, I did, I was listening to an NPR thing this afternoon, <laughs> and someone asked a similar question. I was like, oh, yes, that's, that's me. Um, Channeling your Ira Glass. Yeah, no, that's, that's such a good question. Um, yeah, I think for me, a lot of it was, like, a big pride thing. Like, I had mm. my, like, I, I was carrying my pride with me along with these, like, I'm going to be this bio pre-med, whatever. I was, like, insert degree here. Um, and I didn't want to, one, let my family down and like this idea that I was going to let them down or disappoint them. And then I didn't want to disappoint myself and my own capabilities. And so, um, I, I, so I just kept chugging along. Um, and it like got to the point where I, so I'm in BIC, which is an honors program here. And I would race to go to any BIC lecture I could go to like do any BIC assignment I could. Like I would, you know, sit there and read philosophers all day long, but if it came to, setting like the cell cycle I was like this is the last thing I want to be doing right now um and so it just got to a, a point where I was like this isn't even like again there's like no joy in this um I have to like drag my feet to do it but I'm gonna keep pursuing it 
Um, and I think by for me, by the time I figured out that the line for me, um, it was to a point where it was kind of unrealistic to change my major. I was, you know, almost halfway through my junior year. There was no way I was going to add on another year um, to change my major to something else. Um, so I, one thing that helped me with that was, again, like being in a program that allowed me to explore more like liberal arts side. Um, but I also picked up a minor in history because that had always been my passion um, through high school and I kind of like put it on the side to pursue medicine. Um, so picking up like a minor helped a lot because I still got that creative outlook um, and like that more liberal arts focus, but I was still able to, you know, take physics and okay and all those really wonderful classes. The light went out of your eyes as you said physics. <laughs> and I that's another thing, like talking mm-hmm. to mentors, They when I was like going through these like big... Um, career decisions and I was like okay like is this something I should do and I would talk about you know going into medicine and then I'd talk about maybe potentially doing higher ed and the one thing that I got over and over is they're like your like your eyes are telling me exactly what you want to do so you need to follow that yeah so yeah I feel like mentors or like people that you talk to on the reg like know yeah. every time I talk about law school to like a professor they'd always just kind of like nod mm-hmm. and like not really say anything or I had a few of them just be like just outright say like oh well like you have time to like think about yeah. it you know yeah um and I guess like I guess it's really important to think like what am I willing to lose sleep mm-hmm. over am I willing to lose sleep over doing xyz yeah um and for me like law school wasn't that for you going to like med school or getting your DDS wasn't mm-hmm. that, but it's like you're willing to stay up talking mm-hmm. to students and you're willing to like yeah, I study the eyeballs. I meds to eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, yeah. the whole thing wasn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always think that's like maybe a key question. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you willing to lose sleep to over? To lose sleep over. And I, like, for, that was also like what energized me was I could have the worst day ever. And then as soon as I saw like one of my campers or we had like a, an event um, when our residence hall, I was like instantly re-energized. And I'm a heckin' introvert. And so like for like an actual like group of people to energize me, I was like, I need to follow this calling. Mm -hmm. So. Can you take us through actually both of you, that moment, that like turnaround moment when you decided to switch? Was there a point or was it a graduate? Okay. No, I have a moment. I had had um, a, terrible day I had gotten very little sleep the night before I had had exams and I was just like really stressed um and it was the same day that we were supposed to have our honors line camp reunion which is where we invite like this art campers to was come this back first year second year or third year this was second year okay this was second year um God, I'm so old <laughs> this is second year um and so we were supposed to we we're gonna have all of them back and I was like I don't want to do this like I you know, was supposed to be emceeing for it. Like, I was like, this, it was just going to be a whole thing. Um, and then literally, as soon as the first camper walked through the door, I was like, like a switch. Um, and I like was energized. I was ready to go. I was so excited to see all of them. And I was like upset when the evening ended. So that was my, my moment. I was like, okay, this mm. is, this is what this is. I think I knew for forever and a day that I was supposed to study literature. I think I, yeah, I think I knew since like I could first start reading, but I was really good at lying to myself about Mm -hmm. like what I was supposed to do. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until last spring when I was in a class that you and I had together where we talked about Dante 
And I think that was like the first time I like tried to be honest with myself and I realized that I couldn't like go to law school, but I kept like lying to myself. So I studied for the LSAT all summer, took the LSAT. As soon as I took the LSAT, I like 24 hours later, I jumped on a you plane. You booked it mm-hmm. to England. I booked it to England. And then about a month or two later, I was, oh my days. I was in the middle of nowhere in this town ca- called Kylochan on the shores of North Scotland. And I got my LSAT score back and I was in this youth hostel and I wept. And I was sitting outside in the hallway, outside of a bathroom of this hostel where all these like Australians and like Chinese and like Canadian like tourists were like passing in front of me. And I'm sitting there like hugging my knees, weeping into the phone as I'm talking to one of my friends. And I'm just, I, I remember thinking like, there's no way that I got this LSAT score. There's no way I poured way too much of like myself this summer to get this score but I also remember thinking later like sweet relief Mm -hmm. because I was like okay like I if anything like this number is validating like what I'm feeling um and I think yeah a couple weeks later I was just like okay Amanda like you're already at the pits you know (laughs) you have nowhere else to go but up let's just be honest you don't want to go to law school you're like weeping outside of like this bathroom as the Canadians are trying to like take a shower you know (laughs) like let's just let's just climb out of the pits um yeah and that's when I decided to like apply to grad school for English and it's a a good time it's so stressful but it's great but you're willing to be stressed out for it yeah yeah Yeah. no I can grad school has been one of the most stressful processes yeah I'm just oh it's been a trip but yeah well like even now I feel like if I got rejected from like a law school I like wouldn't cry over it mm-hmm. but I would definitely cry oh I've cried over, over rejection every grad school I've gotten rejected yep. from so but it's made the ones that I've gotten into that much sweeter so yeah you've gotten in I've gotten in I'm Hooray. officially going to grad school somewhere <gasps> we're still waiting to hear um on like the final decision so I have a follow I've got some things in the works but you um, have options weeks, but I have congratulations and op- <laughs> I have an option still so. Yeah, hey, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time coming, but... Good. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, I guess, kind of the longer fallout from that yeah. decision. But what was immediately after, like, what did you... Because I'm sure you had been building up for a while, mm-hmm. right? So, like, after you realized that, what changed? What did you change? Or did you do anything differently? Yeah. Um, I... Okay, so I'm going to caution, because I can... If you're out there and you're like, I am in this major and I'm stuck in this major and this is nothing that I want to do, um, first of all, I feel you. But also, like, in a way that's not an excuse for you to give up. And so, like, I could have very easily have just been like, none of this matters. I'm done. Like, I can get season all of this. It doesn't matter. Um, but your name is still attached to that degree. And so you still need to be able to be proud of the degree that you're coming away with. Um... And so, you know, I just kept chugging along um, and just kept um, doing all, like, the things that I normally would have done as if I was going to medical school. Um, And I, like, still poured myself into my studies, um, but I found more ways outside of it to cultivate more of what I wanted to do as a career. So finding um, an internship with student activities has been, like, the greatest thing I've ever done. you know, keeping in contact with all my line campers and things like that. Um, just finding those little outlets where I can still be like, okay, this is for sure what I want to do. Um, that 
was super helpful. But yeah, just not giving up on what I had initially set out to do. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so we've talked about, about like how you figured out it was not what you wanted to do. How did mm -hmm. you figure out what you did want to do besides line camp? Besides like, line how camp. did you did that? Did you just know? And did then... you like try to seek it out or did you? Because like between yeah. knowing what you wanted to do and grad school, like there's yeah, yeah, still yeah, no, a it's, that's, yeah. that's a lot. Um, it was a lot of talking to mentors. Um, honestly, like it was a huge, huge God thing. Um, I was at this church conference and they were. I, this is while I was still like in the very murky like I don't know what's going on I don't know what I'm gonna do um, so I'm at this church conference and they are calling up um, like career paths like one by one and then like you know praying over the career path and things like that for all of those who were um, thinking about that's where they were gonna go um, and so you know like I'm sitting there and we're just like listening and um, like experiencing the moment and they call up like anyone who's like feel like they're being called to be a, like led to be a doctor or be in the medical field and I had no reaction whatsoever um and then they called they said education and I just started weeping and I had no idea but I just started weeping and so then I just started praying into that and um realized that you could do higher education as a career field um which was really cool and like there was actually a degree for it um so I started talking to people who are in the field um and yeah that's how I kind of got there and started researching schools and here we are now so yeah, that was my story. Not nice. everyone looks like that, but yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Like at the end of senior year, like having yeah. seen you go through all that to be oh, able yeah. to have this conversation now is yeah, very no, gratifying. It's really exciting. Yeah. No, I remember freshman year you were telling me that you still had like at least ten more years of schooling yeah. to go through, and I was just like, I could not. <laughs> I couldn't wow. either. I don't know what I was doing. I mean, we say that as kind of like a badge of pride. It is. Though. Like, it look is. how awful my life is going oh, to be. Oh, you're only in six years of medical yeah. school? Yeah, I'm going to 10, so. Yeah. That's something you yeah. say before you know what you're getting yourself oh, into. Oh, yeah. No, that's a total, like, oh, pre-struggle, yeah. pre-OCHEM mindset. Oh, <laughs> that's yes. what I'm going to say. Oh, OCHEM. Whatever. It's over. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought it was over, and then I was like, what? I have it on my OAT. <laughs> I was like, I forgot all of this. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, and I think it's important. I, I really liked what you said about, like, not giving up on something just because mm -hmm. you're, like, not motivated to do it or because you don't have any, like, you don't see any value mm -hmm. in it for your, like, future plans. Because the reality is, right, is that you're going to have to do stuff that you don't want to oh, do yeah. in whatever job. Mm -hmm. And if just because you don't feel like doing it, that doesn't mean that you can't stop <laughs> yeah no for sure and I think my mindset was you know I'm applying for these education mm -hmm. like graduate schools and they're gonna look at me and be like you're a biology major like what are you doing here um but when I can connect um not that grades are everything but if I can connect the grades that I made like in my science classes and then tell them my story and be like even though I realize like this is not what I want to do I was still able to like do well do well um and they can see that and be like, hey, perseverance, like, This is how much I want it. This is how much yeah. she wants it. Yeah. Um, so that's also a big factor. Like, you got to think about those kind of things, too. Yeah. I'd say once you figure out what you want to do, you don't, if anything, you work harder. You work harder, for It's sure. not less work. It's way more work. Yeah. Yeah. At Casey Neistat, <laughs> who also has an anchor podcast. Sorry, that's his whole thing. It's just like, well, do more, work mm -hmm. harder. So now we're sponsored by the Jonas Brothers and, and Casey and Neistat. Very good. Very yeah. 
Um, so that covers kind of the first two. I guess, do you have any advice or tips for anyone feeling lost yeah. or disincentivized, unmotivated in the pits, as Amanda would say? Senior year, Having sophomore slump, wherever oh. you are on the spectrum. Freshman freak out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Junior jadedness. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, this is the one that I came prepared to answer. Good. The actual one that I came prepared to answer. Um, do y'all know who Mari Andrew is? She's an illustrator. Yes. Okay, so I recently gifted her book, um, and it's called Am I There Yet? And it's kind of like the her guide um, and who th her journey um, through her 20s and like into adulthood. And so it's her writing um, kind of what it looks like to come into your own and to like discover yourself and become an adult, um, which I was like, <laughs> I'm about to graduate. Like, I need this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um, especially like navigating my 20s like what is that uh what does Don't that look say like? that yeah like what does that look like um and so i'm reading this book um and she is an amazing illustrator um i would i cannot recommend this book enough um and so part of the book like most of the book is illustrations and then she has like small essays that she writes um about like different topics and one of her chapters is on like discovering yourself which i was like all right let's go let's get into this um, and she tells about this story how she had lost her, she had broken up with a long-term relationship, mm. a week later had lost her father, and then a week after that was diagnosed with, like, a debilitating illness. So, it, like, it's just a really, like, not a great time. Um, and so she kind of had, like, a freak out and decided, that's it, like, I'm going to go to vacation to Mexico City. So she goes on vacation to Mexico City. I'm totally ruining this whole chapter of the book. Sorry, guys. But, it's um, good. She goes on vacation and she goes she goes oh i forgot the artist's last name frito 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 Kahlo. she's like i'm gonna go to her house and i'm gonna draw inspiration from her so she went through like this whole like maze of streets and got lost and was like got there just super angsty and upset because she had like missed her opportunity prime opportunity to have that like house to herself about the tourist so she's like wandering through her house and she's like waiting for something to call out to her for inspiration um and she just starts feeling more and more sorry for herself and she's like this is ridiculous like why am i doing this like why is everything happening to me so she's sitting in the garden of frida's house and she's just like this is i don't see any point in this and this is where i was supposed to come to find like you know myself and to find all these like callings and things like that and so she like leaves the house and the, my the line that stuck with me the most from this book is she said Today was not the answers, but today today was not the day for answers, but today was most certainly the day for tacos. And so she spent the rest of her day nice. trying to find, just following any color that she saw, like any colored flags or anything. And then she, like, in that way, had much more of a formative experience than she did when she was actually mm. seeking out the formative experience. Mm. So I would say that sometimes you have to, like, stop searching for the answers, and the answers are going to come to you. Um, and that can come through... Um, a friend, it can come through a mentor, um, like a religious experience, um, but they're going to come to you. Um, you're going to find your way eventually, and sometimes you just have to stop searching for them, and you have to go eat tacos instead. So. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. Don't drop the mic. I'm not going to drop the mic. They're expensive. I promise. I promise. No, yeah. I like totally, I'm totally vibing with you on that. Like the hardest thing I've had to learn this season of my life is You're like, like 21. I'm 22. 22, okay. Oh, still. Oh. Um, yeah, it's just I'm like learning. Goodness gracious. Um, I have nine. Yeah. Someone you know. Hello. 
Oh, mm, look at this. <laughs> Youthful. <laughs> Youth vibes in here. With a Z. Stop. You're not healthy. I know. I'm old. No, but I think the, the thing that I've had to learn, that I'm still learning, I'm not even anywhere close to, like, getting there is just sitting and, like, being okay with being uncomfortable yeah. and being patient with whatever, like, God's, like, grand plan for mm -hmm. me is. Even, yeah, because I don't know what it is. And that's so hard. That's so hard. And yeah. so much of that is, like, letting go of your own. Yeah. Yes. Pride on one hand, but also your own ideas of what you should be doing, want to be doing. Yeah. The earlier you let go of those, the easier it gets. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, and it's just, like, there's always something better for you than what you can, like, imagine or what you have planned. Oh, yeah. I say all the time, like, if you would have told, like, freshman Emily that I was going to be going to graduate school for higher education, I'd be like, who, who's behind this? Like, what is this joke? Um, so, yeah, you just kind of got to let it happen to you. Weird. A fun question. I'm ready. I'm ready for yeah. fun questions. What, what was the last thing that brought you joy? Actually, I want all of this. I want all of us oh, to answer yeah. this. Do I go first? I had the milpa last night. Oh. oh. That is good. That's that is good. good. That will tide me through until spring break. Yeah. Yeah. This morning, someone, I, like, forgot to take my laundry out of the dryer. And someone, like, took the care to fold all of my oh, laundry so nice. for me. Including, including my underwear. Wow. And I was just like, wow. Thank you. I love dedication. Yeah. I guess also, nice. not quite departing the topic, but when you get to work and then you have things that bring you, like, scribing mm -hmm. at the eye doctor's office... Every patient that comes in, just like you were saying, yeah. I could be exhausted. They'll come in, and then it's like my brain yeah. turns on. I'm like, hi, hello. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, work today was good. <laughs> good. Yeah. I think the last thing that brought me joy uh, was I finished that book yesterday, and I just had to, like, sit and, like, marinate in it because I was, like, feeling so many things. Um, yeah, no, it was... Everyone needs to read this book. That's all I'm saying. Like, if you're What's about to graduate. What's the title again? Yeah. Um, title and author. Am I There Yet by Mari Andrew. We'll put it in the it's the bio of it's, this podcast. I'm a fan. I do like her. I'm a fan. Yeah. What are other good books you've read or have read or would recommend? Oh. Ooh. What are TV shows? Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. This, this we, is, We've gotten to the right side. This is where, this is where I thrive. Um, yeah. So, cannot recommend The Office enough. Parks and Rec. Classic. Um... What are other shows that I've binge watched a ton? Uh, I would recommend like going back through your childhood classics. Like honestly, like go watch Drake and Josh. They Sweet Life. Sweet Life. Like Oof. I didn't have cable. They have transcended cool. time. Like they still very the high prindle. quality. The, the Prindle. The Prindle. That was an answer to a crossword puzzle the other day, and I was like, "Thank you, Mr. Mosby, because I know the correct oh, order of the, the gear Prindle. Gear stick. Gear shift." Gear shift. Yeah. yeah, I know so much about cars. Good, but yeah, man. Honestly, did, we, did you want to plug ourselves? Oh yes, <laughs> every week. Goodness gracious! <laughs> hey guys, so you can find us on Instagram at Before We Go Pod, and you can also email us questions, comments, reviews, but only good ones, um, <laughs> at our email Before We Go. Yeah, rate podcast. us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, do rate us on Apple Podcast, but our email is <clears throat> Please Before rate We Go us five Podcast. Stars on Apple Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> before We Go Podcast at gmail.com. Cool. 
And so that's all we have for today. Thank you, Emily, for yeah, joining us. And um, so before we go, as all good Asian aunties say, drink, drink more water. water. <laughs>